that is my womb's home. How many more years have I got of my life to be fucking worrying about my tummy? If you want to go and get your pubes lasered off, fucking power to you. Because also when you look at my ass, it looks really good, so. <laughs> hey crew, welcome to episode five of the Baggage Handlers podcast. Wow, it's been one hell of a week. Um, the feedback on the previous episode was amazing. Everybody absolutely loved it. So we're definitely gonna be doing more uni talks in the future because I feel like people like to hear the real side and like the real world stuff, like getting a job and all that scary shit that we have to deal with post uni. So I'm definitely going to have a few more uni and post uni episodes coming up soon. But yeah, let me know if there are any topics you want us to cover. This episode is all about self-love and I'm so excited because I'm actually terrible at self-love. Like I'm so, I'm such an insecure person. I'm really bad at being confident in myself. So I thought it would be a really good idea to get on one of my friends who I know is an absolute like self-love queen. So yeah, she is going to be joining me in just a little while. Um, but no, I'm really excited because I feel self-love is something that everybody likes to preach about and everybody loves to talk about, but nobody actually tells you how and like how to get to a point where you're happy with yourself and how to look after yourself. And like, we all talk about self-care, but like, what does that really mean? Like, it's not just putting on a face mask, like there's so much more to it. So now I'm really excited to delve into this. Um, so yeah. I thought I'd just kind of come on here a little bit before I start talking with Felicity and just tell you what's been going on recently. Um, I was actually diagnosed with COVID-19 um, about a week ago now, actually. Um, I had my test towards the end of my kind of quarantine time with it. Um, so I actually only had to quarantine for three days after I got my positive test result because I was no longer contagious. Um, but yeah, really scary. Like it's one thing to be living through a pandemic, but to actually get coronavirus, like that was really scary. And I was very ill. Um, I mean, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, um, but I'm a relatively healthy person as it is. so. I'm kind of, I'm not, I wasn't considered a vulnerable person. Um, so I didn't really have to worry too much about getting COVID. Obviously I have avoided it as much as possible. Um, but unfortunately I think it's just one of those things. Um, and it kind of just felt like a really bad flu. Um, I don't know if you guys have had a bad flu where you're literally like bed bound barely like stand up to go to the toilet like you're literally just so unwell and fatigued and yeah the shortness of breath was quite scary as well like waking up in the night and your chest like feeling really heavy and like you're really struggling to breathe and that kind of thing but all in all I'm very very lucky I um kind of just came out the other side I'm still very exhausted um, and they say that like the exhaustion hangs around for a couple of months. So really looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I was very, very lucky. And it kind of did put a lot of things into perspective because 
I was like, oh shit, like, this is, we're living in a pandemic, like, this is crazy. And I know we all know that, but like, when you actually get it, you're like, oh fuck, like, I should probably <laughs> start looking after myself. So definitely started eating a bit better since and like making sure that I'm getting the nutrients I need and nourishing my body because I don't want to get sick. Being sick is not fun. And I think if you're in a place of privilege where you can like feed yourself properly and you can like afford to be doing that then why wouldn't you and I think it's so important to look after yourselves um so yeah I'm really glad that this episode is coming now okay guys so as always I'm not a medical professional I am not a psychiatric professional I'm not a professional at all I am literally just giving my advice based on my life experience so if you're having any real issues and you want to talk to somebody contact your GP call the Samaritans, there are people out there who can help you. Because I think it's a good time for us to be talking about loving ourselves and looking after our bodies. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited. This is amazing. Like, the fact that I am able to do this has been so overwhelmingly nice. Like, I hate the word nice, but you know when you just kind of sit back and reflect on what you're doing and where you are in life and you're just like, you know what? I am doing well and I need to remind myself of that because I'm overly critical sometimes and I think like this platform that I've created as much as I know that like it's got a long way to go and I know that there's a lot of growing for it to do there are so many people that message me every day saying like thanks so much for making your podcast like thank you so much for talking openly and honestly about this stuff so yeah, I'm really, really happy and I cannot wait to see where the baggage handlers goes in the future. Got big, big plans, so this is only the beginning. So yeah, without further ado, I will introduce Felicity. So I am here today with a friend of mine called Felicity. Say hello, Felicity. Hi. <laughs> oh. I can't fucking say your name. It's a tongue twister. I can say it if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say it. <laughs> um yeah just okay go ahead tell me a bit about yourself yeah hi guys so yeah I'm Felicity (laughs) um I met Emily at uni which is very exciting and fun um (laughs) but yeah I'm kind of just here talking about self-love because I am my biggest cheerleader I love that. I'm so jealous. I absolutely love that so much. Um, like, that is just the best thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not been easy. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's been a lot. No. There's been a lot of hating. There's been a lot of crying. Mm. There's been a lot of looking myself in the mirror and thinking, who the fuck's that? But I'm here, you know? I'm here, and now I look at myself, and I'm like, you're the fittest person in the room, which is bad in some ways, <laughs> but... No, no, I love that. That is also ridiculous, but yeah, it's good. So I'm going to oh. try and expl- try and put into words how I got there, I guess. But Yeah, definitely. I, really I think there's a lot of people in the world, a lot of people in the world need that. I need that. Yeah. I'm like notoriously terrible no. at talking like positively about myself and even when I've like achieved amazing things, I'll be like, eh, 
whatever. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, no, for sure. And then I, I like, I have to really step back and take myself out of a situation before I can actually look at it and be like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's all right. It's <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I think it's a strange. One, one of the first things that like helped me out was basically not saying the bad things, like just stop saying them, yeah. you know, like yeah. when I look at myself in this mirror or see my reflection in a shop window, I don't go, "Ooh, her thighs look chunky. That's there's a bit of cellulite. Why does her arm look like that? I just think, holy shit, look at that good, great butt look at that like hair like it starts off by just saying it even if you don't think it just say it okay don't yeah, say it like out loud it. in the middle of the street but <laughs> it just honestly it just starts with with not saying bad stuff about yourself because you wouldn't say it about other people yeah. that's so, so why true. say it about yourself yeah can you imagine yeah exactly exactly um yeah so I I think that yeah it definitely just starts out with being positive towards yourself and then and then you start doing it like subconsciously for sure now I think it's really interesting because when I think about the stuff that I say to myself about myself I'm like what the fuck (laughs) you are so mean Mm -hmm. and like I think I've just completely just given myself a complex, like, about the most stupid stuff. Like, mm-hmm. literally the dumbest things. Yeah. Like, I'm like, my forehead's, my forehead's too big. <laughs> like... I think that's... Like, what? That is so common, though. That is so common. Like... Like, uh, like what even is that? Like, that's not... And also... It's dumb. Emily, no one's going to go around and be like, have you seen Emily's forehead? Like, no one ever thinks that, ever. You just don't know. No, this is the thing. And, like, I'm so... It's weird, because I find... I have, like, a dual personality, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, one day, I can be like, I'm the baddest bitch that's ever lived. Yeah. Like, don't even come for me. Mm -hmm. I am hot. And then the next day, I'm like, I am filth. (laughs) Yeah, but, okay, (laughs) that that is also so... Don't even look at me. ...so normal. Like, I don't wake up every day Mm. thinking damn she's good looking like no never like that would be really weird but Mm. it's just it's just those days where you do feel shit are those days where you need to say nice things about yourself anyway like if your friend's feeling shit you'd say nice things to her so like why not say it to yourself you know yeah definitely I think as well like I've definitely had a lot of friends in the past that weren't really friends Mm. like people that would kind of play to your insecurities and almost use them to make themselves feel better definitely yeah and it's that's so toxic and it takes a while for you to realize that somebody's like that but when you do or maybe when they're not in your life anymore and you look back on things they used to say to you you're like what the fuck yeah I mean it's I just took that yeah and it's the same with any type of relationship you know like you look back at exes Mm. and you're like holy fuck can't believe I dated them (laughs) um but yeah I also that's the one thing like of my biggest insecurity for me was always always being like the chunkiest one I was always like the curviest one in the friendship group I was always wearing the biggest pair of jeans or like couldn't mm. couldn't wear my friend's bikinis when I didn't bring my own or you know what I mean it was like that yeah. Yeah. and then I like I thought one day I was like the root of all of my hatred for my body is fat phobia right it was like 
Yeah. And my it was also my friend's fat phobia because my friends mm. the, the my friend's worst um idea would to be would be to look like me which is which really fucked with me. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like, like that's such a strange Yeah. such a weird thing to have to get your head around as well. Yeah, because people are scared about people are so scared to put on weight. Like that is the biggest mm. flaw, like biggest worry that people have is to go up a go up a couple of sizes, and yet yeah. uh, with with a lot of my friends and I'm sure everyone can relate to this. Like up a couple of sizes mm. for my friends is my size. <laughs> oh my god! But you just but that's the thing. Like you just have to give yourself self love. And there was friends that were so yeah. awful to me at school and stuff, and I'm not friends with them anymore because that's not the kind of no. friends I want. You have to yeah. cut that shit Control off. Control, delete. Literally. Literally. Yeah, I mean, I've had um, really close friends mm-hmm. say, like, I am I am by no means big. Mm-hmm. I'm a size 10, so I'm not, like, I am not big. No, yeah. But the way that I see myself is completely different to the way that I actually look. And I genuinely think that that comes down to friends, like, that I've had really... I had a really close friend that once said to me... um, Every time I think about this, I'm like, I can't believe it. Yeah, don't cry, don't cry. (laughs) She literally literally said, um, oh, but we were... I think we were trying clothes on or something, and that's always... That's never a good idea, yeah. It's never a good idea, but um, she was like, oh, well, th- I think the thing is with you is, like, you're, like, your, like, tummy, like, sticks out, whereas, like, mine is just, like, naturally flatter. <laughs> so, like, oh my God. she didn't say anything directly nasty. Yeah. But it was that comparison that I was then, like, well, I am, I'm a mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm huge. Yeah. And that's not okay. No. Like, the way that 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 comparison was made, I was like, well, you're insinuating that your stomach being flatter is good. Yeah, and better than what... (laughs) Yeah. And me having a a stomach that sticks out, because that's literally my anatomy, that that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's literally nothing I can do about that. <laughs> no, exactly. And like, sorry, like that's my... I can't do anything about it. That's my ovaries. Like, sorry. Yeah, like, that's that's where my, that's where my womb goes. <laughs> yeah, I know. That is my womb tone. I know, honestly. Like, it's so, it's so crazy. It is crazy. So, so crazy. But it's like, that one little comment, and I was like... Yeah. Well, shit. No, I know. <laughs> I am disgusting. And it's stupid. Like, it is, when you break it down, it is really stupid. And you also start to question, like, why do people say these things? Yeah. Because like, because they're trying to make themselves feel better, honestly. Like, yeah. that girl mm. will have been insecure about other things. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and putting yeah. you down and making you feel a bit more insecure than you were originally makes her feel better. It's like she's taking that confidence literally out of you by saying that and putting it in herself. So that's the thing. Like, you can't be around people that are taking, taking, taking in terms of everything. Like, whether it's self-esteem or whether it's 
actual time you need like you need to be around people that build you up like all all the friends I have now are people that literally would compliment me all the time and I compliment them like we all think each other are really fit and the best looking people we know like but that's the kind of people you need to find because and it's the same with Mm. people I have like the people I follow on Instagram the people I have on TikTok the like I fucking love TikTok and I love TikTok yeah it's (laughs) it's like a problem but it's so great um yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but like I only have people that yeah, I think I think I, I shared a post on my Insta stories that said I'm unfollowing people that make me feel ugly and fat. <laughs> and, it, yeah. and it's like I just had to go through like cutting all these like fitness influencers who are like, if you're not working out five times a week, you're fat and ugly. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you just need to remind yourself that everyone's going through the same shit, you know, like. For and sure. that girl saying that thing, she, she, I know she probably wasn't saying it to you to make you feel like shit, but no, it it did. <laughs> yeah, and it, I think it's that kind of thing as well because I think that, like, as you mentioned, fat phobia is such a thing, mm-hmm. and it's so ingrained in people. Like 100%. from the I like I remember being so young. And being like, well, it's bad to be fat. Yeah. And, like, genuinely thinking that and, like, looking at people who were bigger than me and, like, I was probably, like, about eight and being like, well, they must be really unhealthy. Yeah. And, like, for a young child to be thinking things like that or anything like that, and it's just so heartbreaking, but it is completely ingrained in children. Yeah. And it's that kind of, like... You have to eat your five a day. Like no. Yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> it's like it, cool, but like you're not gonna die if you don't eat five vegetables a yeah, day. Yeah, I know. If you want to have a chocolate bar, like that's Literally, all right. I know, I know, and I think it's taken me so long to realize. But I remember when I was like nine, ten, eleven, twelve, like that kind of preteen. I remember like sitting in a bikini at a beach and using a towel to cover up my fat rolls. Like that yeah. is crazy yeah. that as a nine year old I was conscious of what mm-hmm. people were thinking about my tiny yeah. little nine year old body. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's cr- it is crazy. And I I look back at pictures from like different times of my life. So I look back at before I started uni, mid uni, when I was at school, whatever, whatever. And I was in a smaller body then, but I, I remember thinking I was fat then. And it's like, yeah. then when, and then when I think of that, I'm like, okay, so it's not that I was fat or that I actually looked fat. It was that I thought I was fat. So therefore, if I, if I work on that and stop thinking I'm fat all the time, then I'll actually live a happy life (laughs) and not be trying to turn, get smaller all the time. Like, why is that a thing? Why am I trying to be a smaller person? (laughs) Yeah, and and it doesn't equal health either. No, it really doesn't. I think that's one of my, Mm -hmm. it's one of my biggest pet hates is when people think that being fat or having fat Mm -hmm. makes you unhealthy. Yeah. Like, there's just, there's no correlation there. No. Like, as long as you are living, breathing, yeah, and like you're like a functioning member of society, yeah. you are healthy. Like you are okay. I know. 
And there are, of course, things that you can do and changes you can make to make yourself healthier. But I think unless you're eating, like, <laughs> McDonald's breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner... Literally. I think you're all right. Yeah. Like, I think you're fine. Yeah. And it's people... People feel like they have the right to comment on it. Oh, for like, sure. Oh, God. It's like, why, why do you think that you can comment on somebody else's health? Like, it's got nothing to do I know. with you. And that's the other thing, too, is, like, because people see it so like because someone sees someone who's overweight on walking down the street they think they can comment on it because they can see it but you don't like you don't see someone who's slim walking down the street and they they won't have a sign above their head saying they have anxiety and depression and then therefore you can comment on it like no don't comment on people in general (laughs) like like it's it's just it just just because i find if you're commenting on other people, it tends to be because there's something not right with your own life. 100%. And if you're that concerned about somebody else's appearance or, like, what they choose to do in their free time, if you're that concerned about it, then there's definitely something wrong within your life. And I've definitely found that when I felt insecure or if my depression's been really bad, mm-hmm. I found that I will comment negatively on other people. Yeah. And, like, I've noticed that that is something that I do. And it's something that I'm, like, in recent years, I've definitely worked on and been like, wait, no, why do I think that I have the right to say that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to focus on myself mm-hmm. rather than, like, bitching about this person that I don't even know. Yeah. I just follow them on Instagram. Oh, like, yeah. And... It's just, it's so interesting when you come to actually think about the words that you're saying and then you're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, like, actually, that's not a very nice thing to say to anyone. <laughs> and if she, yeah, and exactly, it, exactly. I know, and I do the same. Like, I, there's, mm. like, Instagram influencers who I'm literally like, oh, God. God yeah. And I, but, and then I, I find myself, like, talking shit about them I don't even know them but I'm talking shit about them to my friends and then I look yeah. back and I'm like if that girl was standing right like here in front of me there's no way I would say any of this shit I would probably be like no, well done so you're crazy. doing so good <laughs> yeah. literally I mean I find it's quite hard I work with influencers yeah like day in day out my job is working with influencers mm-hmm. And I'm very lucky that the group that I work with are what I like to call good influencers. <laughs> like, they're genuinely good influences on their audience. Yeah. Um, but I do see that toxic world that exists. Yeah. Um, so it's so interesting, like, how we see ourselves and how we see other people mm-hmm. and the comparisons that we make. I, def- I compare myself to other people all the time. Oh, for sure. And it's so difficult to stop doing it's that. It's so hard. Like, um, yeah. Some- Somebody on Instagram actually asked, like, how do I stop comparing myself to my sister? Oh, my gosh. That's so um, hard. Um, and I'm like, actually, I know a lot of people that have this problem. Yeah. Like, and I think it's if you're quite close in age with your siblings, mm. um, I think it can be quite difficult. Uh, but I, I'm really bad at giving advice on that because I you do, do it all yeah. the time. I mean, I, I do the same. Like, I compare myself to everyone but I think the root of it is being happy in yourself like you're you I I don't want to sit here and give advice because 
I don't know what I'm talking about a lot of the time, but (laughs) this is just like what I've experienced. I just think that you need to be happy in yourself and like you need to say nice things to yourself. Like we said, say nice things to yourself Mm. in the mirror. Like when I take pictures of myself, I don't talk shit about myself at all. Like when I look at pictures, I'm like, Mm. that one's not that great. But I don't say, ooh, you look ugly, you look this, you look that. Um, So I think working on yourself, it's it's honestly like going to the gym, working on yourself and giving yourself self-love. Like it is hard but you're going to do it and it's going to be okay. Um, But once you do that, you then stop looking at other people so aspirationally. Yeah. You start looking looking at them as other people who go through the same shit that you go through and everyone has things that they Mm. don't like about themselves. But you're two different people and if everyone looked the same, this planet would be boring as fuck. Yeah, it really would. It really would. And like... I actually came to a realisation about this a couple of months ago. Um, I think I was talking to a friend about exes. Oh, God. We were talking about having a type. Yes. And, like, and I was like, I genuinely don't have a type. Like, if I lined up all of the boyfriends I've ever had <laughs> and, like, partners I've ever had, they all look completely different. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I, I like said, I was saying to my friend, like, so how can we judge ourselves on what somebody else looks like mm-hmm. because we're attracted to all different types of people oh, for sure all different types of looks yeah. so me comparing myself to this perfect in inverted commas mm-hmm. person on instagram doesn't mean it doesn't mean that just because somebody finds her attractive i'm not attractive yeah exactly like like there are like beautiful people in the world that I don't find attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for but sure. They are beautiful. Yeah, I mean the kind that doesn't mean that they're unattractive. Honestly, yeah, the kind of guys I'm attracted to, my friends would be like s- <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, yeah. like I can't help it. Okay, I'm attracted to who I'm attracted to, and if they their beard, if they got a beard and they're muscly, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally. <laughs> It's it's so funny. But, um, yeah, I just think that you just have to work on yourself to be able to stop comparing yourself mm. to other people, basically. Like, you need to narrow your focus and narrow your focus to yourself yeah. and not other people. Yeah. It's so easy to say, though. I do you think... <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is easy to say, but it almost it needs to be uncomplicated. Like... It's not a complicated process, and I think it's overcomplicated by overthinking. And I definitely overthink it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely put way too much pressure on myself, and that's where it goes wrong because I'm then like, like I have to love myself every minute of the day. Oh, <laughs> like, not. But that's not the case. And as you said, it can be as simple as like you're looking in the mirror and you're like, I really like that. Like I really like that about Literally. you. Like. And that's really simple to do. And I, the one thing about myself that I like is my nose. <laughs> you I have a great nose. Like all the time. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> like, like I always, I'm always like, yeah, I've got a great nose. <laughs> and I'm like, what if I just started doing that about the rest of my body? Literally, because it's that's like the one thing. It's just words. The one thing I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. It is just. Literally just say the words. And I think while that sounds really like almost patronizing to say like 
just say it like it is it is that simple mm-hmm. like just start saying to yourself what do you like about yourself mm-hmm. i remember um that really really problematic tv show um which one <laughs> super size super sized versus super skinny oh, christ and i remember this show and i remember watching it with my mom and always being like mm-hmm. this is weird this is crazy and like watching it and absorbing all that kind of reality tv crap Mm -hmm. um but one thing that i do remember from it is they would always make the skinnier person stand in front of a mirror and talk about the things that they liked about themselves Mm -hmm. but i don't remember them doing it for the supersized person yeah like I don't remember them doing it for them. Yeah. And that's always stuck in my head because I'm like, like, does that mean that they're not allowed to love, love themselves? themselves? Oh, it's so... It actually, like, it's honestly, puts a lump in my throat. Like, it makes me so sad. Yeah. And, like, and the mm. and the other thing about that is, like, I mean, I could honestly sit and talk about this for hours, but diet, <laughs> diet culture honestly because that's basically what they were doing what they were doing they were saying Mm -hmm. that okay i don't think they were saying the super super skinny diet was perfect because i I remember it not being but Mm. i read a book called the fuck it diet and it Mm. honestly opened my eyes because it's not it's not a diet it's basically saying that we've been told that we need to if we're this if we're over a certain size we have to eat less to beca- to go down in size and all of this shit mm. Talk to, talking about the history of diet culture and how it was literally supported by the big corporations that like weight watchers like it honestly yeah. it was just such an eye opening book but when you actually think about it yeah. just eat what you want to eat like the reason what, why diet culture makes so much money is because people fail People fail because it's an yeah. unrealistic expectation that you think mm-hmm. you need to eat less than a thousand calories a day. Um, yeah. And so, because you're doing that, you're they they basically say they go into a lot of depth, but they say like you're starving your body, which means when you come out of that, you start like eating and eating to compensate for what you haven't eaten, yeah. and then you feel shit about yourself because you like I failed, which you didn't fail. They wanted you to fail so that you then go back and exactly. give them more money. Um, Mm. but I think it takes a lot to be able to kind of get those thoughts and those classic ideas out of your head that shows like super size versus super skinny literally pumped into the general public. (laughs) Yeah, it is crazy. And I think especially when like I started working where I work now, Mm -hmm. And kind of seeing the behind the scenes of um, advertising campaigns. Mm-hmm. I kind of... I was like, everything is fake. Like Literally everything's <laughs> fake. And once you, once you get that through your head, you're suddenly like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like, I am being so influenced by other people's lives. But it's not even their life. Like, they're being paid... Mm-hmm. to say that like the places that they visit the cars that they buy the food that they eat like 
a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. if they've got a big following, they've probably been paid to say what they're saying. Like, and you need to pick your people wisely. (laughs) Like, you need to pick who you're following on social media very wisely. Because there are a lot of people who only ever do ad campaigns if they're legitimately a fan of a product, Mm -hmm. which is very much the type of people that I work with. Yeah. Um, but there is a highly toxic side where they will take anything if they're getting paid. Yeah. And that's that's where it's scary because you then have young people being influenced by what they're seeing yeah. and thinking, well, if I don't have that, I'm not good enough. Yeah. And if I don't follow this meal plan that this person oh, has put together, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to be overweight and disgusting like it's just crazy it's <laughs> such shit I know. like they're making money i know everything everything has been put out there to make money i know and it's actually terrifying once you come to realize that and even food packaging oh like i find i'm i don't know if i've actually mentioned this on the podcast but i'm vegan <laughs> um, and i find that the packaging on vegan food is so misleading and it kind of makes out that everything is super healthy and so, so good for you. Yeah. But it's packed with sugar. It's packed with preservatives. It's full of crap mm-hmm. because they're making these meat replacements. Yeah. And it's like, you don't need to eat that. Yeah. You're just being kind of brainwashed to think I that know. that's what you need to do. And it's when you come to realise that everything in your life is somebody pumping money into something else to make you buy it. Honestly, it's liberating because then you're like, well... It is, honestly, I think that's such a great word for it, liberating, because once I realised that diet culture was a load of shit and that influencers on Instagram that were trying to sell me their nutritional these are in quotes by the way podcast listeners yeah. <laughs> um, I forget that this isn't actually a video um yeah they can't see <laughs> yeah you. I know um oh, I forgot what I was saying now <laughs> um oh, fuck's sake um influencers selling yeah. nutritional yes guides. sorry nutritional guides mm-hmm. but they make they they put wellness into the fucking description oh. it's not about wellness there is nothing wellness focused about that because they're saying that a skinnier version of you is a a more mentally stable version of you which is definitely not true Mm. and they are being they have a massive corporation behind them that is basically saying we'll give you this money if you make people sign up to this nutrition plan and tell people you did it even though we paid for you to have a chef and a personal trainer for the last month so that you lost weight (laughs) yeah <laughs> honestly it gets Quite my literally. blood boiling like honestly i can't yeah. i'm so passionate it's, about it it makes me angry it makes me angry and it makes me even angrier when i see people close to me mm-hmm. being influenced by it and it's really difficult to tell somebody so hard. that they're being it's brainwashing it's brainwashing it actually, there is it like is. it literally is like you can sugarcoat it but it is brainwashing i know and trying to tell somebody who has been brainwashed <laughs> that they are being like manipulated and whatever yeah. into believing that they need this thing 
trying to tell someone that is so hard no, and they get so defensive because they don't want to believe that they've fallen for it I so I, but it's so easy to it is so easy and but that's the thing like it's it's so hard when you're in it like you said it's telling someone yeah. that telling someone that everything they've thought about in terms of weight and diet culture is wrong and they're a 23 yeah. 24 year old woman is so hard like it's literally mm. unraveling all this shit and and there's a mm. there's another th- um thing that i've read about called intuitive eating which a lot of people who mm-hmm. are trying to trying to uh, unbrainwash themselves from diet culture do which basically is just eat if you want to eat and eat whatever it is you want to eat because your body's telling yeah. you you want it so just, like there's a reason it's doing that yeah um and they then it they then even themselves out and they reach a weight that they then plateau and like that is their weight that their body is meant to be at for the rest of their lives mm. but it takes so much time it's it's the same as our self what I say about self-love and like saying nice things about yourself like it all takes so much time like you have to yeah. build build that platform to be able to like stay positive yeah. on it it's you're, you're starting from scratch you're because um I feel our generation as well are quite unlucky in a sense that we were born <laughs> at a time where everything was changing really really fucking fast mm-hmm. like the fact that the internet didn't exist when we were born yeah is crazy and now it's like at the forefront of our everyday life mm-hmm. um like we're having this conversation over the internet like yeah it's crazy <laughs> i upload this podcast <laughs> onto the internet like that's so crazy so if you think like i'm 23 so in 23 years there has been this complete like new world that has been built yeah and we've had to grow up in that kind of environment that is changing every day like something that's like okay one day is totally bad the next like like especially with eating like uh fucking milk adverts (laughs) back in the 90s being like yeah so if you drink all this milk you're gonna have really strong bones (laughs) there's like actually fuck all scientific evidence to back that up but it was an advertising campaign so (laughs) Mm -hmm. now we just kind of accept that milk is good for your bones yeah well and that's crazy it's the same as honestly um you know the people you know do you remember when all those ads came out that were about um like fat free it was like everything needs to be fat free because fat is bad like you don't don't put fat yeah. in your body because it'll make yeah. you fat but the people that pump money into that those campaigns were sugar corporations <laughs> because yeah. they didn't want people to realize yeah. that actually the enemy is sugar which the, okay sorry mm. let me rephrase that because the enemy is not sugar sugar is great we love sugar but yeah sugar's great. they basically just didn't want it to be sugar that had the mm. the um the bad name yeah the bad name exactly um mm. so it's we're all just being manipulated basically <laughs> yeah the, such a good example of a piece of media that explains this fantastically are the la it's the last few seasons of parks and recreation <laughs> and um this big sugar factory mm-hmm. sweetums is basically like taking over the entire town mm. and like paying to have 
sugar put in the water and like obviously it's very over dramatized but it's such a good like metaphor for what is actually happening in the world and like when you read a when people spout bullshit about like i've read this medical journal and i've decided that this is bad for me it's like yeah but who pumped the money into that medical journal Mm -hmm. was it coca-cola oh (laughs) right okay right all right then like you have to look at you've got to look at the corporation that is backing that piece of like information yeah because everything can be biased absolutely everything and i it's so scary it is so scary and that's the thing like you have to just sometimes it's overwhelming (laughs) it's so overwhelming and like you start to think that the world is a terrible place but it's not Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a great place it's actually a great place but you just need like i just honestly just take everything that you ever see with a pinch of salt to be honest Mm -hmm. because yeah form your own opinions definitely form your own like confidence and look after yourself Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah just you will always be number one yeah and you're the one thing that you're always gonna have yeah so look after yourself and if you want to eat a whole pack of biscuits fucking go for it literally literally do it eat the biscuits i've done that today Mm mm-hmm I did that today. I loved it. It was great. <laughs> exactly. It feel fantastic. And you, yeah, and you don't feel shit. You don't feel guilty because you wanted mm. the biscuits, so you ate yeah. the biscuits. Like, mm-hmm. don't feel guilty yeah. about doing things you want to do. And don't feel like, oh, mm. because I ate the biscuits, I need to go to the gym. Like, definitely not. Just the biscuits. No, and the that's biscuits. a very toxic mindset. Like, yeah. I've definitely had that mindset, and I know so many people who have that mindset almost to the point that it's actually so unhealthy like 100% and um like I'm definitely the first one to admit that I I have a hideously unhealthy relationship with food Mm -hmm. like I really do yeah um but it's something that I'm aware of and it's something that I am really working on because it's not sustainable um so I'm gonna buy that book you mentioned because that's please I actually have it here um (laughs) It's who's it by? <gasps> there it is. Carol, Caroline Duna. Yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry, people listening. You can't actually see Damn. it. Um, but I... No, that, it sounds good. It is very good. Um, I agree with you. I think my relationship with food is not good. But in a way of... I think about it a lot. I think about... Yeah. And then when I do... Then when I eat, I feel bad about what I've eaten. I feel guilty. But in the last, like, couple of months... I've just tried to not think about it. When the when the thoughts of like mm. it's really weird, but it's like I'm waking up thinking about what I'm gonna have for supper. I'm going to bed thinking about what I'm having <laughs> for breakfast, but like in not not a good way. Not a like a, I'm excited about breakfast kind of way. But I think I'm tr- when I have any thoughts about food, I think about I try to think about something else because yeah. I think I don't want so much because so, I was taking up so much energy thinking about my food and thinking about food that I wanted that I wasn't allowing myself to have like it was really really messed up um and that kind of feeds into like binging yeah because once you've established that negative relationship Mm -hmm. with an item or something like if you tell yourself well you can't have that Mm -hmm. because that's bad for you the chances are that when you then have it you're going to be like 
well, I'm going to keep eating Literally, because yeah. otherwise I might not have it for ages. Yeah. yeah. So you actually, you do yourself a disservice by telling yourself that something's bad. Yeah. Because like if you just had that one chocolate bar yeah. or that one packet of crisps, yeah. that's so much better for you than literally the next day going, well, I'm going to eat all the crisps yeah. now because... And- I don't know when I'm going to allow myself to do it again. Yeah, and I went through this stage of being like, oh, I'm really craving chocolate, but because I'm not allowing myself mm. to have chocolate because chocolate's bad, I'm going to have these dates mm. with peanut butter and covered in chocolate. But I'm not going to eat one <laughs> of them. I'm going to eat 50. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? I should have yeah. just eaten the fucking chocolate bar. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's that kind of... Um, I think as well, a lot stems from when you're a kid and what your parents kind of allow you to eat yeah yeah like um I know that my mum has always said the worst thing that for her was that when she finished her swimming lessons she was then allowed a chocolate bath Mm. but she wasn't allowed chocolate any other time interesting yeah so it kind of in her head she was like well exercise equals bad food yeah so if I can, if I exercise, I can then have bad food. Yeah. But then when she then eat the, I might be explaining this terribly. <laughs> um, when she'd then eat chocolate, she'd be like, oh, I haven't exercised. I feel so guilty about mm. that. But then she'd associate that negative feeling with the chocolate. Yeah. So it was the kind of like a cyclical thing that just spiraled and spiraled and spiraled. Yeah. And some people, it would have been absolutely fine and it would never have got to that point. Mm. But if you ever have, like, an even the tiniest, like, ounce of self-doubt or, like, insecurity, yeah. you just cling onto things that make you feel really, really bad or make you feel really, really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you just run with it. Yeah, I know. And it's it's horrible. It It is, and that's the thing, like... It doesn't deserve this much energy and time and, no. like, brain capacity. Like, if you really mm. think about it deep down, like, food is food. You eat it to be able to do stuff and have energy. And yeah. that's what it comes down to. Like, don't overthink it. Yeah. Like, just stop. And that's what I do. Like, yeah. I start overthinking and I just tr- I just end that thought. I try to anyway. Mm. And it is, it has been working. Like, I'm not overthinking it. Um, yeah, that's really And hard. I... Uh, like um you know what I don't want to give my ex the time of day however (laughs) I don't want to give him this like platform but he had a weird relationship with food like he did um and so it made me think it made me give it kind of gave that me that too I think just the overthinking Mm. like constantly overthinking food and like and then and then and then thinking food was bad there was bad food and there was good food I put bad in quotations by the way um (laughs) and so then the bad food you feel guilty for eating the bad food and it was just like it's just literally downward downward spiral it really is yeah it really is and I think for me it's always been a fixation on being slim Mm -hmm. and like the word slim is just so not skinny. Yeah. Skinny was always a bad word. <laughs> I know. But but being slim yeah was always something that was promoted as being good. Yeah. Um 
and I think I've got to a point where I'm like I can't be asked. No. Like literally. I can't. I cannot. Like I'm only twenty three. Mm-hmm. How many more years have I got of my life to be fucking worrying Honestly. about my tummy? I could not agree more. Like why? What? What? Like what more could you be doing with that energy? Starting a podcast. Like, <laughs> start a podcast. <laughs> start another one. Um, but it's so true. Like I can't be fucking bothered. Like I don't want to be hungry when I go to bed. No. Like I don't want to be like feeling shit about myself because I'm not my goal weight no. or like I my waist is a couple of inches bigger than it was last week. Like mm-hmm. yeah, literally because. Who the fuck cares? Like, no one actually cares. No. Sexual partners don't give a fuck. No, because you're... Like, they just want to put their dick in. Your titties are there, and that's all they want. Exactly. (laughs) Like, they don't care. Like, I saw a really um, funny TikTok the other day of a guy saying, like, oh, fucking her with her legs over her head so you can see her rolls. And this girl was like... This girl was like... Oh my god, I... But then I was like... That... Like, no one... No one cares. No. Like... Because... No one gives a fuck. I'm, because, like, when you're doing that, that's the last thing yeah, you're, I'm you're sorry. thinking about. I am thinking about other things. <laughs> yeah, you're not thinking about your roles. But then when, you, when you're deep it, you're like, so why am I bothering yeah. the rest of the time? Because if you think about it, human nature is... Like the goal is to have sex and reproduce, mm-hmm. so roles aren't gonna roles aren't gonna get in the way. Them literally not gonna get in the way. No, no. Like you, you can still do that, <laughs> and no one cares. Like they're still having sex with you. I know. It's yeah. Like you're not unattractive. I know. Like it's just yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. It really is crazy. I, yeah. Mm. As well, um, somebody said. Like, could we talk about who decides what is unattractive? Oh, I don't know, but like, I want to throttle them. <laughs> yeah, like, but th- like, well, and I was thinking about this earlier today because I was like, I need to kind of prepare like my talking points. But I was like, genuinely, who the fuck decides? Mm-hmm. Like, who decides that like a certain insecurity that you have is unattractive? Yeah. And I genuinely think it comes back to advertising, and it comes back to like the way that they market products yeah media i mean i'm in marketing so it really is my fault Mm. but (laughs) (laughs) it's all your fault it's your fault it's my (laughs) personal fault um but i mean it's also just it's it's just media it's like clothes companies not making fucking sizes bigger than a size 16 which is a joke because my bottom half is a size 18 and there is a many a shop that i can't get clothes in which that's ridiculous blows my mind um that is insane because also when you look at my ass it looks really good so (laughs) i don't know why they don't want me to wear the amazing but like (laughs) i don't understand like why would you stop at a size 16 because originally people that were overweight were ugly ugly ends in quotes 
ugly. Um, yeah. And so they didn't want ugly people wearing their clothes because they didn't want people to be like, yeah. ooh, I wonder what je- pair of jeans that overweight girl's wearing. And then she said Zara. <laughs> like, they don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that is so true. It's really sad. That is so true. It's just crazy. Like, to... When you really deep it, you kind of... You're thinking about human beings... Mm-hmm not being able to go into a certain shop yeah and buy clothes mm-hmm. for their body mm-hmm. what i know i know no. i know and 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 also we've been told by society that we have to wear these clothes by the way <laughs> yeah you can't walk around naked because, <laughs> no. like you can go to prison for that no. like that's yeah. indecent exactly but also by but we're not going to sell clothes and also if you... at an affordable price you're going to have to go to a, a, a more expensive shop and get that because mm-hmm. you don't actually deserve to have affordable clothing no sorry. no sorry sorry oh you <laughs> oh you take up more space in the world sorry you're gonna to have to spend more money on your clothes <laughs> yeah like, what on earth <laughs> it's such a fucking crazy like it is so crazy concept i know it's so mad i know and and i think i think that's why i love um uh, people like lizzo so much Ugh. lizzo's the queen because she didn't give a fuck no she did not get a, give a fuck okay so this is lizzo is one of the people that honestly so i had like kind of a mm. messy breakup situation and at the beginning of mm. lockdown so like back in may, march may whatever april um yeah. it all kind of came to a peak right and so that was mm. my like ultimate feeling shit time and lizzo just came in saved the day <laughs> um <laughs> she did that for me after my breakup actually yeah she honestly because did she just released her album so i was like well yeah now I love myself again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Lizzo. <laughs> literally, literally, thank you for standing there in your sexy leotards and, like, singing mm. whatever. Um, and just existing. Thank you. Yeah, and <laughs> that is when I got my... Why I decided to get my boobs casted. <laughs> yes. That was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like... I want to go and get my vulva cast in. Oh, please it so much fun. do it. it. It Honestly. I want to do it. She is such an amazing girl. What's uh, her name? Lydia Reeves is her name. And she is amazing. And she started off doing um, penises, actually. Um, she did fine art at uni. Yeah. Um, and she realised that men don't need their penis casted. And she said most of the men that were coming in were men who had big old egos and wanted this girl to look at their willy for 45 minutes um whereas women have such a problem with their vulvas and vaginas and bodies in general like i can barely say the word vulva without it makes my body physically like (laughs) yeah which actually makes me sad because that is a scientific word agreed yeah i mean i don't even say like breasts i say titties (laughs) yeah it's just like breast yeah breast just sounds like a swear word and i don't know why i know i know like why except for when you put chicken in front of it like i just it's like the (laughs) just the word vulva just i feel like i need to whisper it i know 
same same <laughs> don't say it <laughs> don't tell anyone no you need to shout <laughs> it from so the rooftops dumb. is what you need to do there is so much shame surrounding it and like i oh the only reason i've ever looked at my vulva yeah was because i had had the coil fitted yeah and there was like something just did not feel right. But people don't know and... what theirs looks like. People don't know. People genuinely don't know, don't know what they look like. And yeah. I have always had like mirrors down there, but mostly because of like ingrown hairs or, you know, I mean, this is really yes. TMI, but you know what? If you're listening no, to this, no. whatever. Um, yeah. But people genuinely don't know what they look like. And then people that do know what they look like compare them to porn stars (laughs) which is Mm. the root of a lot which is never a good idea just don't compare yourself to porn star in general they're fabulous fabulous women but they're doing their own shit and just don't compare yourself to them (laughs) also i also find this very interesting the whole comparing your genitals to a porn star's genitals because I think it genuinely depends the kind of porn that you're watching. Mm. And if you're watching bad porn <laughs> yeah. that has been produced, has been overproduced and over um, scripted mm-hmm. and just generally shit, yeah. that is where you're going to see like bleached vaginas, bleached assholes, perfect like symmetrical labia that like don't show anything of like a completely like ingrown hair free because they've had it all lasered honestly and that's absolutely no flippers if you want to go and get if you want to go and get your pubes lasered off yeah fucking power to you i would love to be able to afford to do that because they're a fucking pain in the butt (laughs) in the vulva (laughs) (laughs) they're a pain in the vulva but like the kind of porn I watch, there's like loads of different type of women. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, like I wanna, I wanna like those... see people that look like me. <laughs> mm. And like the flaps are hanging out, yes. and there's there's pubes everywhere. Like <laughs> this is this is really making my porn sound yeah, I know. gross, but it's actually really good, guys. Good. Give us more details like, about the... what you watch. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's like. Like, if you're going and watching this overproduced porn mm-hmm. that is like, oh, my God, stepbrother? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, my God, like, my washing machine's broken. Stop watching that. I'm stuck in my washing like, machine. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So dumb. Like, stop watching that. Go watch some porn that actually has a resemblance of reality yeah, in it. Yeah, I know. Because I bet you'll have a better time. Agreed. I bet you'll enjoy and it. And your expectations, real. your expectations of real life will just come back down to fucking earth. Literally. Oh. I remember um I remember seeing a friend's Volvo once and it was a complete mistake. <laughs> it wasn't meant to <laughs> But she wasn't wearing any pants and she had a skirt on. I think we we're getting ready for a night out, and I was like, I just saw your whole vagina. <laughs> like <laughs> great. <laughs> Um, thank you for showing me it. Um, but I remember then being like, mine doesn't look like that. Oh, for sure. I remember having... And I was like, fuck. (laughs) I had such a complex about mine for so long. Because, and then you know, um, 
you know, there's like been the biggest rise in labiaplasty surgeries in the last five mm-hmm. years and there ever has been. Which, if yeah. you don't know, is when they like cut the labias to make them smaller and they yeah. literally snip them off with scissors and then sew them back together, which just makes my body it's hurt crazy. thinking about it. Um, Honestly, crazy. And th- they're saying the root of it like we said, is porn. It's literally girls thinking that they need to look a certain way, which they do not. Um, they're all different. And like we've also said before, if everything looked the same, it would be life would be boring as fuck. Yeah, for sure. And like, I know it's, it would be such a strange question to ask somebody, but if you were to sit somebody down and say, like, draw me a picture of every penis you've ever seen, mm. or draw me a picture of all the vaginas you've ever seen well not vaginas because it would be weird if you could see an actual vagina yeah, we're saying vulva <laughs> um <laughs> if your vagina is hanging out there is a problem please see, see a doctor that is a prolapse yeah and you need to go to the doctor please see a doctor <laughs> it's your vulva we're looking at um <laughs> it's like if you actually ask somebody like to sit down and do that obviously people can't draw i can't draw for shit no. but if i like had a photographic memory and i printed out some pictures of every penis i'd seen yeah and every Volvo I'd seen, yeah. they'd be completely fucking different. For sure. So why is it that men can talk about their dicks yeah. and get their fucking dicks out all the time? All their mates. Disgusting. Yeah. But if I want to get my flaps out, <laughs> people have a problem with that. <laughs> like, I know. What if, what if I want to get my out? Well, because, but also, so, like, these young girls, because it's young girls who are going to have these surgeries, and they are so mm. worried about what their sexual partners will think, and it's like unbelievable because like we said if we had to sit and draw them first of all if someone told me to draw all the willies i've seen i wouldn't be able to do it because i've forgotten i don't i'm sorry i don't sit there thinking about them looking at them trying to get an image of them in my head like i do not do that i've forgotten what they all look like they were all great is all i remember (laughs) yeah I enjoyed them yeah exactly (laughs) very enjoyable exactly and that's exactly what people think about the vulvas you know it's like mm. no one's gonna no, complain i can guarantee i can guarantee like no person like worth your time is gonna sleep with you and then go and tell all their mates that you've got a weird looking mm-hmm. vulva like i doubt they even if you if it was a one night stand i doubt they even one looked at your vulva <laughs> they probably just fucked and chucked because they're probably trash yeah agreed um and and two like they don't care they really like people don't care like any person that like wants to go down on you wants to go down on you like they don't they're not gonna get down there and go no oh no no actually they're not it's not for me they're not they're (laughs) They're honestly they're not (laughs) again like we said they're just they're glad to be there they're li- like whoever exactly. it is they're grateful they're grateful grateful for the opportunity <laughs> exactly <laughs> and if they're not but it's then go tell them to fuck themselves because you're not fucking them i just <laughs> honestly and it, it's just so crazy that i think as well that it's like it kind of goes in hand hand in hand with people feeling that sex is a taboo topic mm-hmm um and that we shouldn't talk about sex and yeah. we shouldn't be educated yeah. about sex yeah. and children shouldn't be educated on sex and i think that's so toxic and awful because 
you're then bringing up another generation of people who are ashamed to talk about their sexual experiences, which can be problematic if they've had bad experiences because they won't be sharing that with people and they won't be talking about it and they'll be thinking that sex is supposed to be like that. Yeah. You're bringing up people that... Are looking at porn for education. Yeah. They can't even name their own anatomy. Mm. Oh, I know. They don't even know where they pee from. Like. And and have you seen that trend on TikTok where boys don't know how girls put wee with pads on, pads in? Oh my god, <laughs> yes. are you joking? Like we, oh, like the mothers of these men. What are the mothers of these men teaching these children? Because <laughs> yeah, like what what is going on? Like, <laughs> and like I ex- I accept that not not everyone has a mum, but like your parental figure should be teaching you i guess it's about yeah. periods and about mm. your your pu- like puberty oh like you're going to go through puberty and you're going to be so confused and it's going to be shit why are your parents not talking to you about it i'm still fucking confused i don't know what's going on <laughs> like am i done with it i have constant I pms and i don't like it i know <laughs> literally honestly it is so honest. it's like oh oh girls you're you're going to bleed like for a little bit every month. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Here's a tampon. No. Like, no. No. What is a really good show is Big Mouth. Oh, and I, I genuinely fucking love think... Big Mouth. Have you seen the, the new season when she talks about yeah, her period? I've, I've completed it. The, mar- the it. marks. But... <laughs> Don't. It's so good. The fucking... Like, that show should be shown in secondary schools as sex education. Honestly. Because... It's obviously very crass, but it's what is needed. Mm-hmm. It's honest. Yeah. Like, from the kid that's shagging his pillows... Yeah. ...to the girl, like, humping her teddy bear, like... Yeah. It is honest. And it, these are things that happen, and these are things that kids do... Yeah. ...because they don't know how to talk about their sexuality and how they feel. Mm-hmm. And so you get these supposedly weird situations that these kids like that have got themselves into but that's only because they're being kind of repressed yeah. and they're having to keep everything in where it's actually if they could say to their parents like why do i feel like this yeah or talk to their friends and be like do you get this feeling sometimes mm-hmm. like that would be so much more like so much healthier yeah like honestly yeah it's crazy and also oh my gosh and it it also like part of this whole package needs to be like female (laughs) self-pleasure oh yeah oh yeah if you don't have a vibrator fucking go and get one (laughs) please go get one and if you want me if you want me to tell you the one i have because it's incredible and i've got all my friends to buy it i will like i will tell you (laughs) i will give you the link Honestly, I just I find it so sad that that only yeah because don't... only men are allowed to have pleasure when it comes mm. to that like like I listen I listen to my boyfriend's boarding school stories and he's like yeah like we were all in a dorm and like you'd hear people wanking all the time oh god and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> like that's okay but a girl pleasuring herself is weird yeah I know I know. I don't know, honestly. And also, girls that just, girls that know what they're doing with themselves 
are better in bed. I'm just going to say that. Like, you need yeah. to figure out what you like to be able to know yeah. how you like it in the bedroom in general. Mm. Also, I think masturbation in general plays a huge part in loving yourself. Definitely. And allowing yourself to feel pleasure. Mm-hmm is a huge part of like a journey to feeling self-love. I know that I was so ashamed of like wanting to masturbate. Yeah. And like thinking like oh this is gross like none of my none of my friends are doing this. Yeah. Like I found out I found out that my some of my closest friends had sex toys and masturbated through the polls that I put on my Instagram a couple of weeks ago. Oh my god! Like, we had never spoken about masturbating. Oh my god, uh, my, I feel like my friend, uh, my group of friends are just, like, ridiculous, because we, that is all we talk mm. about a lot of the time. <laughs> and, like, when, yeah, like, when I got the one that I was, like, obsessed with, and I got all, get all my, got all my friends to buy it, we had to, everyone had to rev- give a review. <laughs> and it it was so so good and like like you said it is amazing for self-love and it was one of the things that really helped me when it came to like get it like dealing with my past relationship and like getting trying to be an okay single independent woman it was a big a big um help help in that department for sure yeah definitely I um I agree. Like I've def I've definitely got friends that I almost only talk to about sex toys. <laughs> like most of our it's like, amazing. Most of our conversations is like buy this. Yes, <laughs> I know. This is good. Like, and I think that people should feel more like comfortable with doing that. Definitely. And people need to stop judging other people for what they like. Mm-hmm. Like, if my friend sent me a message being like, I really like feet, I'd be like, cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I don't, but that's good. Yeah, like, I'm not. Like, I'm glad that. God, I am not out here ready to judge anyone on what they like, honestly. Definitely not. Like, you do you. What? That's the thing. Like, if you are. If that is what makes you happy, go ahead. Like, I. And also. Will be your biggest supporter. Everyone. (laughs) <laughs> I think everyone has something weird they like. Oh, for sure. Like, I think, I think, and if you don't, you just haven't found <laughs> yeah, it yet. Agreed. Like, you just haven't, you haven't found it, and I'm excited for you. Yeah. Um, agreed. But it's definitely a, it's, it's definitely a massive thing when it comes to loving yourself. Like, just accept that sometimes you just need an orgasm. Oh, it will solve all your sometimes problems. Sometimes it will fix your day, mm-hmm. and it will make you feel so much better. Yeah like so good if you can't sleep if i'm ever you will go to sleep afterwards (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly like i find like sometimes i'll just put lingerie (laughs) amazing under like my big jumper and leggings and i'll just be like (laughs) feeling great you can't see it but it's yeah Oh, for good. sure. Like, the matching underwear is just, like, makes you feel like you can conquer the fucking world. It does. Not that I ever wear matching no, underwear. No, never. But I buy them. Um, I buy them. And then I just I buy, wear them. Yeah, I have a lot, yes. but I never wear it. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
I actually, I actually barely even wear underwear. What? Like, I actually don't remember the last time I put pants on. Oh my gosh. I work from home, <laughs> so I feel like that's yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, it, I don't need them. No. Well, you don't. Like, You're not going anywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've got friends that are like, but where does your, like, where does, like, your discharge go? And I'm like, I mean, if it goes on my trousers, they go in the wash. Yeah. Like it's cool. Like it's fine. Like we're not gonna die. It's not the end of the world. (laughs) Trousers. Like let's calm down. If if it's particularly bad that day, I'll put some pants on. Like I'm not an animal, (laughs) but uh, it's it's okay. So funny. And it's it's people kind of because no one talks about that kind of stuff. People are like, you you don't wear pants. And I'm like, yeah. Like. I just put my trousers on. I don't, don't really think about it. Like, just yeah. do it. Yeah, I know. Like, it's fine, and it, it means it's easier to have a quickie. <laughs> convenience. It it's all it about is. convenience. <laughs> it is. No, it's... it's um, Amazing. I think that self-love is... It, it is literally just accepting that you are a fucking human being. Yes. And also, like, that's the other and thing. You... Like, I'm not going to be out here telling you if you do a b c d you're gonna feel amazing because you're not going to like Mm. i love to wallow in my sadness i do like i will have a bath and cry in it like i don't care Mm -hmm. sometimes you feel like shit but don't fight the feeling like shit just accept the feeling like shit and be you and know that if you you're not a robot and you're not happy all the time um and sometimes you hate yourself i'm not gonna lie you do (laughs) but overall if you realize that you're amazing and like you're a human being and like you're bringing so much positivity to the world like you'll be fine no for sure like it's not just like putting on a face mask and drinking some water like it's accepting that you are a complex sentient being yes (laughs) literally like think of Think of the amount of care that goes into looking after a fucking houseplant. Mm-hmm. Like, now imagine an entire human being. Like, you have got to give yourself a break. Mm. You've got to give yourself, like... Just accept yourself. Accept that you're not going to, like, get everything done within 30 seconds. Literally. Like, you're not going to be at the top of your game all the time. You're not going to be hugely successful by the age of 25. And, like... <laughs> working your dream job as soon as you leave yeah, uni no. like those things just aren't realistic and if they happen for you then fucking good for you but fuck off like yeah it doesn't happen no. it really doesn't happen it doesn't happen honestly somebody asked how can i accept mistakes that i've made and like what like how can i um feel more positive about the things that i regret and I think that's a really, really interesting one because I've definitely got a lot of things in my life that I'm not proud of. Like, like I, I've done some awful things. Mm. Um, like awful things to people I love. Mm. Um, I've said horrible things to people. I've maybe done things to myself that weren't good. Yeah. And... I think the secret to feeling better about those things is actually just accepting that you did it. Yeah. And accept that it's okay to make mistakes. I mean, there are some things that are unforgivable, obviously. <laughs> but, but like, 
it is okay to make mistakes and it's okay to not be your best self sometimes yeah for sure and make decisions that negatively affect others like while that's bad and I don't recommend it Mm -hmm. it fucking happens like and when I think of the things that people have done to me and I'm like how are you still living with yourself (laughs) like (laughs) yeah I feel I know that feeling for sure I know but Mm. also you need to realize that like everyone learns from this shit like we are like the older Mm. we get the more we evolve and like this is going to be like such a cheesy metaphor but like imagine you're a caterpillar turning into a butterfly right and like you're not you're not putting yourself into that little cocoon you're (laughs) you're actually making mistakes to turn into that amazing thing and you need to just be true to yourself and and appreciate your flaws like everyone needs to appreciate their flaws and if you fucked up you fucked up and you've owned up to it you know you fucked up and that's all you can do and like try to just stay positive and like be able to keep moving forward I think yeah I know it's definitely like own your shit Mm -hmm. like fucking own your shit like I've made mistakes. I've made small mistakes. I've made big mistakes. I've made questionable decisions, but I made those decisions and I can't change anything about that. Like, regretting it is not going to do anything for me. Like, it's just going to make me feel worse. So, no regrets. Literally no regrets. (laughs) No regrets. I know. No regrets. (laughs) (laughs) There is... you, You don't need to regret anything. No. You don't need to. It doesn't do... As long as you have forgiven yourself for it yeah that's all that matters and if you hurt somebody then that sucks and you shouldn't have done it but you need to move on yeah and, ho- and never do it to Apologize anyone else and move on <laughs> and just don't do it again yeah. like if you've lost somebody because you made a bad decision that's a lesson yeah. like you need to learn from that and you need to move on and stop feeling fucking sorry for yourself just own yeah it. literally like, own it. Mm-hmm. don't do it again Please, your please don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just don't fucking do it again. Like, if you keep making mistakes, yeah. If you keep doing it, like if you're a serial cheater, just fuck you. <laughs> like no. But, but also, like you clearly, you need to work on your self love. <laughs> exactly. Like if you're, how can you love anyone else if you don't love yourself? Cheating on people. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I definitely think that every every decision we make but a lot of the decisions we make actually do boil down to how we feel about ourselves um for sure like even even like the simple choices like what i'm having for breakfast like Mm -hmm. it literally boils down to how am i feeling about myself right now am i in a position to make this decision yeah and if it's a if it is a big decision maybe don't make it Mm -hmm. like if you're going through something really, really difficult, maybe don't be making massive life-changing decisions. Maybe put it off for a little bit. Yeah. Or ask somebody to help you. Like, mm-hmm. just use common sense. Yeah. There's a long way, you know. <laughs> really, really does. It really does. Somebody else actually asked, which I thought was really sweet, mm-hmm. was literally, um, how can I help my friend love herself more? <sighs> This makes my heart hurt. <laughs> yeah. And this can be so hard. Mm-hmm. So difficult. Like, I definitely... I, 
think it's more common that I've been the friend that needs to love herself more. No. Um, <laughs> but I've definitely had it where my friends are just having a really shit time. And it normally follows, like, a breakup yeah. or, like, not getting the job they wanted mm-hmm. or something like that. And they're suddenly like, well, I'm a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, you're not. Like, you're an amazing person. Yeah. Um, I think the best thing to do is just remind them of all the good things about them. Yeah. And also, and like, I think it's really hard because you can't make someone love themselves. Like, no matter how much mm. you talk to them, no matter how much you tell them they're amazing, you can't. But what you can do is just support them in their time of feeling like shit. Like, everyone's going to mm. go through it and you need to be there with them telling them that they're doing great and they just need to like stick it through what's the word not stick it through stick it out stick it out um yeah (laughs) I think that's it but um like I I've had friends like that and you know they feel like they would be better if they were different or they looked different or they acted different and Mm. and they'll 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 kind of like just they will like get there in the end and like everyone does I think they just need the support and also like show yourself show how much you love yourself and like show them that it doesn't limit you and like it's making you a better person and you're you have all of this growth Mm. because of it and hope hopefully that will like spur them on to do the same but it's so hard like you can't you you actually can't is the answer (laughs) yeah honestly it is really difficult I've definitely um really struggled I I have one friend in mind Mm -hmm. that has really really struggled with it and she's been through a lot in her life and there's a lot of different like contributing factors to the way that she feels about herself but I think the best thing that I've noticed like when we talk and when she is feeling down, the best thing is that I just kind of reinforce the positives. Mm -hmm. So when she says something negative, when she says like, oh, like I've put on so much weight, I'll say something like, but you've been doing this, like, Mm -hmm. and, but you did really well at this the other day and like kind of reinforce the thing that is like, um that she's been doing recently that might almost be a reason she might put weight on she just hasn't been focusing yeah. on her weight because she doesn't fucking need to <clears throat> yeah and she's got this fucking badass job mm-hmm. that she's been doing and i'm like but you've been doing this amazing thing and then she's like oh yeah I have. but then but i hate my face and and i'm like <laughs> but yeah you have a beautiful face that like you've got like you're so beautiful and you you're amazing and you're lovely and I find when you compliment people's personalities and bring the conversation away from their aesthetics Mm -hmm. it is so helpful because they then are like oh actually yeah like yeah like I am I am really good at that and I am really amazing at my job and I work really hard and I look after my friends and it's kind of just turn the conversation positive as much as you can. Yeah, and I think think that you were so right in when someone kind of says, I look really fat at the moment or I put on loads of weight, like don't say, no, you haven't because they know they have. They might have done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I try and say now, instead of saying I have put on weight or I'm fatter, I say I'm feeling fat. It's like a feeling. 
you know it's like I feel this I feel that because it's not that I am or that other people think that I am it's just how I'm feeling in my head and that's a valid feeling like you can feel like that yeah and that feeling goes away whereas there's other things like other things don't always go away but if it's just a feeling it will go (laughs) yeah like in that moment there isn't much you can do about your weight like you can't just lose weight or you can't just put weight on you can't just change what your nose looks like like you can't just do that so actually focusing on the things that you can change Mm -hmm. and focusing on what is actually important is like the best thing you can do for sure but it's fucking hard the human experience is very difficult it's so (laughs) honestly it's so hard like life is fucking hard and there's going to be ups and downs and you're going to hate yourself, but you're also going to love yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's, as soon as you've accepted that, yeah. you'll be all right. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> read a lot of books because that's definitely what I've done. Yeah. Like Florence yeah. Given's book did wonders for me. And also, yeah. um, it's like, it's called like How to Feel Alone or something. It's also a very good book. That I read. Oh, What a Time to Be Alone. Yes, by the Slum Flower. Yes, yes, she's fantastic. It's such a good yeah, book. Yeah, she's so. amazing. Yeah, that was especially yeah, good after her. after the, my breakup. Yeah, but just follow positive people and Literally. get the negative people out of your life. Look after yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're finding that you're scrolling through Instagram too much find something else to do yes i literally like if you're comparing yourself to people on instagram unfollow them. i had a i had a day where i was just done with my phone i turned my phone off and didn't turn it back on for like three days mm-hmm. <laughs> because i just needed like that is so empowering it was so that. good like and i was kind yeah. of i was like sick I mean, of being that accessible you know it's like well your phone is like you're mm. so accessible to everyone all the time and like yeah. sometimes it's just yeah. too much it is too much so yeah and it's okay to say to someone like i can't handle this right now yeah like i know that like you might be struggling but i'm also struggling Mm -hmm. and i need to look after myself and it's okay to be selfish Mm -hmm. um if you're really struggling and somebody's kind of coming at you with their shit and you're like i can't even handle my own shit yeah but like i don't want you to feel like I'm being a bad friend, like, just say, look, I'm really struggling right now and I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. They might feel butthurt about it in the moment, but I can promise you, in a couple of days, they'll be like, okay, yeah. let's talk about this. Like, and because they were emotional at the time or they just needed time to cool off and actually think about what they were doing. But fucking tell your friends that they're having a negative effect on you. Mm. Like, if your family say things to you that negatively affect you, tell them. Mm-hmm. Like, actually have a conversation and say, look, Dad, when you say this, it makes me feel like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And put the ball in their court. Like, don't let people come into your space and affect you negatively. Agreed. Have conversations about how you can solve it yeah. and how you can make your life more positive. For sure. Wow so inspirational <laughs> now i should go and take my own advice yeah, I know. thank you for your ted talk <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming to my ted talk guys 
<laughs> I'm manifesting that one day I will do a TED talk. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I, I want manif- manifest that too. I love yeah. a TED. Maybe TEDx. It wouldn't be like TED TED. It would be like TEDx. Oh yeah, yeah TEDx. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not big enough for TED. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just TEDx guys yeah exactly thank you so much for it's this okay team. this has been a wonderful chat and I feel like it's really gonna be quite helpful to loads of different people definitely I honestly could talk about it for so long and oh yeah if you can come on again and we'll talk oh about yeah it. I will <laughs> talk about it yeah more. sure literally <laughs> we'll elaborate yeah, like every couple of months I'll just be here to refresh everyone <laughs> yeah like so by the way we're still loving ourselves <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> um okay well thank you thank you so much no worries it's been such fun i know um (laughs) yeah thank you so much for listening guys enjoy the rest of your week remember to love yourself and don't stress don't sweat the small stuff there are bigger things in the world to be worrying about than your dress size agreed like (laughs) honestly don't worry about it just do don't worry about it worry about your credit rating (laughs) like that's more important god (laughs) it's more important um but no thank you so much guys i will speak to you in the next one bye